Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a Walking in Truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome jujitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel. We give away free Bibles. We offer prayer and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love walking in truth and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth. Everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is truly appreciative. Numbers 35, Cities for the Levites. Now the Lord spoke to Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan opposite Jericho, saying, Command the sons of Israel that they give to the Levites from the inheritance of their possession cities to live in. And you shall give to the Levites pasture lands around the cities. The cities shall be theirs to live in, and their pasture lands shall be for their cattle and for their herds and for all their beasts. The pasture lands of the cities which you shall give to the Levites shall extend from the wall of the city outward a thousand cubits around. You shall also measure outside the city on the east side 2,000 cubits, and on the south side 2,000 cubits, and on the west side 2,000 cubits, and on the north side 2,000 cubits, with the city in the center. This shall become theirs as pasture lands for the cities. Cities of Refuge The cities which you shall give to the Levites shall be the six cities of refuge, which you shall give for the manslayer to flee to. And in addition to them, you shall give 42 cities. All the cities which you shall give to the Levites shall be 48 cities, together with their pasture lands. As for the cities which you shall give from the possession of the sons of Israel, you shall take more from the larger, and you shall take less from the smaller. Each shall give some of his cities to the Levites in proportion to his possession, which he inherits. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, then you shall select for yourselves cities to be your cities of refuge. 
that the manslayer who has killed any person unintentionally may flee there. The city shall be to you as a refuge from the avenger, so that the manslayer will not die until he stands before the congregation for trial. The cities which you are to give shall be your six cities of refuge. You shall give three cities across the Jordan and three cities in the land of Canaan. There are to be cities of refuge. These six cities shall be for refuge for the sons of Israel and for the alien and for the sojourner among them, that anyone who kills a person unintentionally may flee there. But if he struck him down with an iron object so that he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. If he struck him down with a stone in the hand by which he will die, and as a result he died, he is a murderer, and the murderer shall surely be put to death. Or if he struck him with a wooden object in the hand by which he might die, and as a result he died, he is a murderer, the murderer shall be put to death. The blood avenger himself shall put the murderer to death. He shall put him to death when he meets him. If he pushed him of hatred or threw something at him lying in wait, and as a result he died, or if he struck him down with his hand in enmity, and as a result he died, the one who struck him shall surely be put to death. He is a murderer. The blood avenger shall put the murderer to death when he meets him. But if he pushed him suddenly without enmity, or threw something at him without lying in wait, or with any deadly object or stone, and without seeing it dropped on him so that he died, while he was not his enemy, nor seeking his injury, then the congregation shall judge between the slayer and the blood avenger according to these ordinances. The congregation shall deliver the manslayer from the hand of the blood avenger, and the congregation shall restore him to his city of refuge, to which he fled. And he shall live in it until the death of the high priest who was anointed with the holy oil. But if the manslayer at any time goes beyond the border of his city of refuge, to which he may flee, and the blood avenger finds him outside the border of his city of refuge, and the blood avenger kills the manslayer, he will not be guilty of blood, because he should have remained in his city of refuge until the death of the high priest. But after the death of the high priest, the manslayer shall return to the land of his possession. These things shall be for a statutory ordinance for you throughout your generations in all your dwellings. If any person kills another person... The murderer shall be put to death at the evidence of witness, but no person shall be put to death on the testimony of one witness. Moreover, you shall not take ransom for the life of a murderer who is guilty of death, but he shall surely be put to death. You shall not take ransom for him who has fled to his city of refuge, that he may return to live in the land before the death of the priest. So you shall not pollute the land in which you are. For blood pollutes the land, and no expiation can be made for the land for the blood that is shed on it except by the blood of him who shed it. You shall not defile the land in which you live, in the midst of which I dwell, for I, the Lord, am dwelling in the midst of the sons of Israel. One thing that jumps off the page here in Numbers 35 for me is the fact that refuge cities, similar to what today um, in the United States people are calling sanctuary cities, which are places to where you can find protection protection and usually it's it's a protection from uh, some fashion of the law so uh, in the refuge cities it was not that by fleeing to the refuge city that all of a sudden you became uh, safe or just completely free 
What it is, is it's a place to where you will find protection. You are safe and free from the retaliation of the person that you've wronged immediately. So you have the initial protection by going to the refuge city. However, however, it's not permanent. It's not forever. You have protection until the time comes that you are to be before the judge. You're supposed to go before the courts. And then they're going to hear the case and decide if you are guilty or what percentage of guilt you are to have. But you're supposed to, at that point, go before the courts and be confronted by the person that you wronged. And then if they find that you are guilty, then they'll determine either it's almost like a life sentence, partially, but like a life sentence to that city of refuge uh, could be one of the ways that they've, uh, one of the sentences that are handed down. But it's not until your life is in, is over, it's until the high priest's life is over, and then you can go back to your land. But you are to be considered freed from guilt by following that process. But, of course, if they find in the, the court system that you're guilty, then there could be other sentences. And it might not be life in the refuge. Uh, I know so many people have talked about how it's not biblical to have... Um, you know, capital punishment. Well, yes, it is. It flat out just said that if someone kills another person intentionally, they are to be put to death. In fact, they're to be put to death by someone, maybe a family member of the person that was killed. That's uh, capital punishment to an extreme. So, um, this is not something that really should be up for debate just talking about this scripture but the point that I'm trying to make here is your consequences are your consequences when we mess up God's going to protect us you know for some time as we just protect us from the vengeance of those who we've wronged but it doesn't protect us from the consequences of what we truly have coming There are consequences for our actions and being a Christian does not mean you don't face those. And actually being a Christian means you should willingly face those consequences. Father, thank you Um, every day. I just thank you for the fact that you are awesome. And today I just want... Thank you for the fact that we have another day. Even though it seems like the world may be falling down around us, you still give us another opportunity to be a blessing to others. You give us the chance to be able to um, partake in the blessings that you've poured over us. Father, I just pray that we could just take our eyes off of the circumstances, take our eyes off of the trouble that we're currently facing and just look at you. If we can focus our eyes on you, Father, I know that you'll bring us peace. So again, thank you.
In Jesus' name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.